Hello everyone, I'm Dalton Burdett. I'm Ryan Warner. And we are the Movie Nights. Well, some of them. As you can see, there's no visual because we are currently in the process of switching our studio location. That's also why it's probably been a while since you've heard from us. But, you know, better late than never. But that's probably not true. I feel like it's been a lie my whole life. But anyway, uh, today's a very special episode. It's not going to be very long either. We're just going to talk about our top 10 favorite movies of the year so far. We're more than halfway through the year. We don't have our shit together, so this probably should have come out a few months ago. But, like I said, better late than never. How you doing, Mr. Warner? Oh, I'm great. But similar to last year, um, around this time is when we did our top movies of the year so far. Yeah, I actually looked at my list because... Uh, I do my list off of Letterboxd. Uh-huh. Again, we're not sponsored by them, but hey, if you want to throw a sponsor our way, that's fine. Because uh, I have it dated. Um, last year, we did it on August 21st. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, around the same time, because you know that uh, in the next few weeks, that's when we're going to see all the Oscar movies and mm-hmm. shit. Yep. So, it kind of works out. Yep. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about our movies so far. All right, so how we're going to do it is uh, one of us is going to give a number 10, and then the other one will give number 10, and we'll go all the way up to number 1. Again, this list will change by the end of the year because this is just a so far list. And also, we reserve the right to ch- completely change the order later because at the end of the year, we might feel completely different than we feel now. Would you say the same thing? Oh, yeah. No, I was just about to say it's probably going to change once we're done with this, and we're going to be like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, maybe I should have done that instead. But uh, yeah, this is this is so far... All so, right, all right, so I'll let you do your number 10 first. How's that sound? Yeah, sounds good. All right, give me your number 10. Uh, coming in at number 10, came out earlier this year, and it was Cold Pursuit. Nice. I fucking loved this movie. Ever since I first saw the trailer for it, I can't remember the song that's in it, um, but that trailer just really got the vibe of the movie for me, and I love, like, every movie I've seen with Liam Neeson in it, so naturally I was going to see this, and it did not disappoint at all. Uh, very, very dry humor, and the kills were very unique for the setting that they were in, mm-hmm. and I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, good pick. That didn't quite make my list, but that, but that was a very interesting pick. You ready for my number 10? Give it to me. My number 10 is Fighting With My Family. Okay. I, uh... For some reason, that movie just surprised the hell out of me. I didn't expect it to be as heartwarming and as well-made as it was. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, the story of Paige, the WWE wrestler. And um, just, the, I, I didn't think the trailers were very good. I decided it was going to be a whatever movie, but we went in and I was like, holy crap. Like, that movie just touched me on an emotional level and I can't really explain why. But yeah, thoroughly enjoyed fighting with my family. So that's going to be my number 10. What is your number 9? Yeah, that's a solid pick. Uh, so number 9 for me is going to be Us okay yeah it's okay. it's it's high up on my top 10 list but it made the top 10 and that's really all that matters here mm-hmm. um us i haven't seen get out still really yes yeah, so this is the only jordan peele movie i've I seen, didn't know you still seen that. yeah um so i was thoroughly thoroughly impressed with this uh like i said i haven't seen get out so i can't really compare it to that but like just watching it i was floored by how well done this was made Uh, especially with the whole twist and um while it's kind of predictable if you really just sit down and think about it and analyze it um but it's just so well done and he doesn't really cheat the twist either which is really good and he stays true to the movie so i was thoroughly impressed with it and it felt like a classic horror movie where it's more of like a thriller but it's still a horror movie yeah you will eventually hear that same title on my list just just not this early yeah uh, my number nine is going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? 
Yes. Okay. I really enjoyed the film. However, it's probably the least Tar- my least favorite Tarantino film that I've seen. There are still three that I have not seen. Mm-hmm. But um, I but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. I thought the film was very well done. The only thing is it was a little long. Uh, lots of scenes of Brad Pitt driving for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but other than that, in the pacing, I thought that it was a very well done movie. Great performances, a brilliant ending. Um, and just Tarantino do what he does best. So number nine is going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for me. You will also hear that. <laughs> Not this high up. Um, so my number eight, mm-hmm. funny enough, is Fighting with My Family. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, like you, thoroughly enjoyed it. Very heartwarming. Uh, it's not as good. or it's It was a better movie than I had anticipated. I was just expecting yeah. run-of-the-mill mm-hmm. wrestling movie, blah, blah, blah. It had a lot of, a lot, sorry, it had a lot of heart in it which I was thoroughly impressed by uh, to the point where I even started crying during it. Yeah, like it was, really it good. was phenomenal. Um, Florence Pugh, who is now starting to become a fan favorite of mine. Yeah. Um, I forgot that was her. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, she was phenomenal in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, very, it, she brought the character to life. Uh, I haven't really done much research on the actual person that this is based on, but a phenomenal movie. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, already crossing paths on the list here. Mm-hmm. My number eight is going to be Shazam. Okay. I, I really, really, I, I know I know what you're going to say. I, I really, really like Shazam. Um, I thought it was a very different kind of superhero movie, basically big, but as a superhero. Um, I thought it was the, it was the first film that, like, the new DC leadership had put, put together. Um, the name of the new Warner Brothers head is leaving me. The one that oversees DC now. Uh, he did the Conjuring Walter. stuff. Walter Hamada. Yes, thank you. Yeah. But um, he uh, did a very fantastic job. And I thought the um, David F. Sandberg did a great job directing. Zachary Levi was perfect casting. Um, I do think that it was still lacking in scope a little bit. And I still think that there are some diff- certain aspects of the movie that didn't quite gel for me. But overall, it was a thoroughly enjoyable experience. I actually saw it twice in the theater. Yeah. So number eight is going to be Shazam for me. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not... Uh, well, maybe you'll see it. Maybe you won't on my list. But you uh, forget? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I have my list up. Okay. Um, but adding on to that i really like how because david f sandberg is a horror director Mm -hmm. and there were a lot of horror elements in it and i thought it played beautifully in the film um but another thing i want to quickly add because i don't know if you talked about it we haven't seen each other's lists so like these are yeah yeah. uh so what are we doing on number seven number seven for me is gonna be rocket man okay uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, for whatever reason, people keep comparing it to Bohemian Rhapsody, even though they're two separate movies. movies yeah. Um, but I think depending on the day, I will prefer one movie over the other. Mm-hmm. But I thoroughly enjoyed Rocket Man. The fantasy aspect of it was very well done, especially since, like, if you know who Elton John is, like, he's very mm-hmm. extravagant mm-hmm. and has to like do everything big. And I feel like this movie really captured that with the fantasy element of doing things big. Uh, Taron Edgerton was yeah, phenomenal, killed phenomenal killed as uh, Elton John, uh, to the point where I'd even argue that he deserves a nomination. Again, we haven't seen all the big Oscar bait movies yet, yeah. but uh, f- he was phenomenal in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no solid choice. Uh, you'll you, you might see that come up on my list. Maybe. I mean, who knows? But uh, coming in at number seven for me is going to be Toy Story four. Um, I I can't say I was surprised because like I knew it was going to be good. But 
even you know you should never be in the business of doubting Pixar, but even then, part of me was like, "There's no way that they like, nail how, it." How could they yeah, that they that they nail it four times in a row, but they did. It was a phenomenal movie. Um, it was very different from any other Toy Story movie. It was very much so a swan song for one particular character, but uh, it was very very good. And um, I think that it, it the CGI in it's incredible. Like the animation oh, yeah. was beautiful, and the only like real negative I have with it is that. Some of the movie, while the storylines, individual storylines were very well done, I, th- I don't think a lot of it flowed very well together. Okay. But other than that, I really enjoyed Toy Story 4. And uh, yeah, that's going to be my number seven. Let's move on to your number six. Yeah, phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number six, funny enough, is going to be Avengers Endgame. Okay. So it's kind of like right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved this fan service movie because that's all this was, was fan service. <laughs> Um, my only gripe with it though, is that it's really slow, but again, it's just the Russo brothers letting you live in this world post infinity war, which I really enjoyed. Um, but then the last hour, oh my God, was that perfect? Like that last hour could literally just be its own movie and still be really good. But I, CGI was off the fucking wall. Like everything about it was just so good. Nice, nice. Uh, you, you'll, you'll. I have a feeling you'll see that on mine as yeah, well. Especially knowing you. Oh yeah, but uh, my number six is going to be Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay. I uh, this is my second favorite Spider-Man movie that's ever been made. I thought it was very well done. Um, John Watts really stepped up his direction from the first film, and I liked the first film, but I still think he just stepped up his game in terms of the overall look and scope of the film. Tom Holland's always great. There's many surprises. Jake Gyllenhaal is God, so you know, just I really, really loved the film. And, uh, yeah, solid superhero action summer movie. And uh, it's going to be number six on my list. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan, what is your number five? I will say Mysterio is probably my favorite Spider-Man villain. Like like the Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, okay. I, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed his character nice. in that movie. Okay. Uh, and what they did with him. But my number five is going to be John Wick Chapter 3. Okay. I... Once I heard they were doing this movie, I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking badass. And then I saw the trailers and I was like, no fucking way. And then I watched the movie and I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> like just my excitement level from hearing about it all the way to watching it just increased so much. And I didn't know how they could make action better, similar to like with you, what you said about Toy Story 4 about yeah. how, how are they going to top it? Yeah. How are they going to top John Wick 1? How are they going to top John Wick 2? Somehow they did it, and it fucking works. And I love this movie. The action is some some of the best action I've ever seen in a yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. And it's phenomenal. Uh, Keanu Reeves is fucking back, baby. Yes. He never left, homie. Fair. <laughs> but uh, let's see what number. That was number five? Number five yeah. Okay. My number five is going to be Booksmart. Okay. I uh, Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. Uh, really, really enjoyed the film. Um, very interesting story with the two main female leads just about like they never partied and it's like, let's do it once. Um, similar kind of feel like a movie is like super bad and whatnot, but I thought the actual comedy and storytelling was very original. I think that, um, the two leads were fantastic. I thought the jokes were really funny. I thought the drama was incredible, especially like there's a scene towards the end of the film at a party where two characters are arguing. And I think it's the best. It's one of my favorite moments in a movie so far this year. And, um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed Booksmart, and I can't wait to see what Olivia Wilde does next. So that's going to be my number five. What is your number four? 
my number four is going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Uh, so, I actually enjoyed the scenes of Brad Pitt driving around for no fucking reason, because it helped build the world, and really just, I mean, you're just basically following characters around in their day-to-day life. It takes place over the course of three days, so, I mean, minus the six-fucking-month leap, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah. you're with them for three days. Mm-hmm. And I thought, the, sim- very similar to Endgame, I thought that this was built, is that similar to Endgame, it's just world-building, mm-hmm. and you're with these characters for, like, the first two hours, and then the last bit of it is when shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. And I thought the last, what is it, 20, 30 minutes of it mm-hmm. is perfect. I mean, I, I really like the movie, but like everyone else, my kind of problem with it is that it is, it is a little slow and it's a lot different than his other movies, mm-hmm. but it's still really good. Yeah. yeah. So he drives around to establish the world building of, of California. Well, of, of, of old time <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm joking with you. I, I, I like the movie also. Good. Uh, Coming in, it wouldn't be on my list if I didn't like it. Fair. Uh, coming in at number four, ironically, is John Wick Chapter 3, okay. Parabellum. Uh, I echo everything you said, especially the action choreography. Like, the the opening 30 minutes of this movie was like, oh my god. Now, I do wish that that would have been the entire film mm-hmm. rather than just the opening 30 minutes. But, like, of just, like, that story of him just on the run. Yeah. But I still thought it was extremely well done. And Holly Berry was awesome in it. The dogs, there were freaking dogs that they trained. Mm-hmm. That was awesome, and just, yeah, such a wildly entertaining, violent, gory, beautiful movie. Oh, yeah. So my number four is going to be John Wick 3. All right, we're in the top three now. Yeah. Give me your number three. Well, real quick, I just want to say one last thing about John Wick, because you saying something reminded me about it. Mm-hmm. The way that they were just able to pick up right after number two, mm-hmm. and then still continue with a story that made sense, Yeah. fantastic. Yes. But uh, my number three is The Dead Don't Die. Okay. I don't know. If, have you I, seen, did you see I, that movie? I never did get a chance to see it. Uh, dude, this movie was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really meta. Mm-hmm. And the joke, ev- for me, every single joke landed. Okay. It was a lot funnier than I anticipated it being. It was very strange to the point. Where I think I saw it twice, maybe mm-hmm. three times in theaters. Mm-hmm. And I saw it with the new people every time I went. Yeah. And every time, every single audience that I saw it with they were just like what the fuck is happening just like because it's a hard turn left and then a hard turn right and you don't know what to expect and it is so fucking funny and so weird nice nice all right i i I still gotta catch that one especially when it comes out on home video and stuff my number three is us i loved this film unabashedly um very minimal problems i had with it i thought jordan peele did a wonderful job especially with the overall look and style of the film Mm. um i thought that he did a very interesting way of you know slowly like pulling back the curtain as to what's going on throughout the entire film and the twist at the end is awesome and the peter nuango kills it i actually really hope she gets a best actress nomination because i think i think that's been my favorite performance of the year so far it's been hers in that movie and uh yeah i thoroughly loved us and it's my number three movie of the year what's number two for you so my number two, which might surprise you, mm-hmm. is going to be Midsummer. Okay. I loved the shit out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, naturally, everyone's going to compare it to Hereditary, okay. so I might as well just get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Hereditary, I thought, was a perfect movie, except for the last five minutes. I echo that sentiment entirely. Now, throughout the whole movie of Hereditary, you're like, something's off, mm-hmm. but I don't get it. 
Then in the last five minutes, they explain everything. They just fucking just shovel it into yeah. your mouth, yeah. and yeah. you're like, this is terrible. Yeah. Now with Midsummer has the same weird culty thing going on with it. Not the same cult, but like yeah. a weird yeah. culty thing. And I felt like that they've established it throughout the whole movie that it's weird. And then you kind of see how the cult is weird and it slowly unravels how weird it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Florence Pugh and all her friends, once they go there, I thought it was phenomenal the way he did it. Cause you're supposed to feel as uncomfortable as mm -hmm. they do in the situation that they're in. And I thought that that was phenomenal. You're supposed to feel scared and you're supposed to, kind of be mind boggled as to like what the fuck is actually happening you're just as confused as the characters are and i thought ari aster did a phenomenal job of portraying it to the audience like that yeah so interesting um just really quick i loved hereditary but i did not like this movie okay. um i uh thought that it was just way style over substance and just didn't really know what it wanted to be and i think a lot of it has a lot of artistic value but I don't think it was a very good movie. It was beautifully shot. Oh, hell yeah, beautifully shot. But I just don't think it was a very good film in my personal opinion. But with that being said, I still love Ari Aster and I'll see whatever he does next just because of how much I loved Hereditary. Okay. But uh, anyways, my number two is going to be Rocket Man. Okay, really? I think this movie is leaps and bounds better than Bohemian Rhapsody. And I love Queen more than I love Elton John. It has nothing to do with the music. I just think that the way that this movie decided to tell its story in that musical fantasy format really just struck a chord with me as to how of that being a very creative way to tell the story of a man's life and just um Taron Egerton's performance and the choreography the musical numbers just everything about the film really clicked with me um maybe it dips a little bit in the second act but then it picks right back up and yeah, I think Bryce Dallas Howard did a wonderful job playing his mother a very complicated relationship there and I thought it was extremely well done all right cream of the crop number one movie of the year what is it speaking of musicals Yesterday. Yesterday is Fuck my you, man. Yesterday is my number oh. one favorite movie of the year so oh, far. We'll talk about this. Now I'm a huge Beatles fan. Um the guy who Hishmel Patel, phenomenal job. Uh I believe this is his first real acting credit, because I think he was like a TV actor or something like that before. So like his first film I thought he fucking nailed it. Lily James, perfect as always. Um, I really liked their complicated relationship. I know that we've talked about this. Yeah. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed their complicated relationship. Um, and the running joke of the movie is that like a lot of these pop culture things don't exist. That, that was, that was very funny. Obviously yeah. the Beatles. I can't remember a lot of the other ones, but like the other big one that I really remember is Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. But there's a few pop culture things like that that don't exist. And I thought each one of those was hilarious in the way that they portrayed it. Um, I really loved the world that they lived in afterwards. And that he felt like he had to show everyone how great this music is. Mm -hmm. And I really liked that. And that I, my favorite part about the movie, which is what you hated the most, mm -hmm. is that they still live in that world. Yeah, no, They I don't go that. back to the original world. They stay in that alternate world like yeah. world or whatever. Yeah. I really liked that because it's kind of staying true to like the world instead of just, Oh, okay. Everything's reversed now. Like I, I would have been upset if they just reversed everything and they're like, Oh, we know who the Beatles are, blah, blah, blah. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, favorite movie of the year. Uh, fun fact, Danny Boyle directed it. Do you know who Danny Boyle is? Yes. I love Danny Boyle. Okay. 
I just don't like this movie. Yeah, fair. <laughs> it's very different from his other movies. Okay, but, and, and, hold on. I, I should clarify. I don't dislike the movie. I thought the movie was fine. Like, it's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. But I remember when we had the discussion a long time ago, you were like, that might be my favorite movie of the year. And then when I walked out of it, I was like, really? But uh, but I'll I'll give my thoughts before I get to number one. Continue what you were going to say. Yeah, no, I mean, that was uh, just my favorite movie of the year so far is uh, Yesterday. Um, I'll do quick thoughts on Yesterday. <laughs> Uh, spoilers, just warning everybody. Um, I hated that they set up a fantasy world and then didn't give you the fantasy payoff. And I thought that just really bothered me to my core for some reason. And I, okay, so like I said, spoilers, but I'll say it again, spoilers. At the end of the film, he decides that he's going to get on stage and admit to everybody that he's a fake and then say the name of the Beatles, the people who wrote these songs. Guess what happens five seconds after that? Everyone Googles those people, and they're like, yeah, he's a fucking liar. These people don't exist. And then they're like, what's wrong with this guy? Is he on crack? He just admitted to people, like, ghosts writing his songs. And then it turns into a whole thing. Like, like you don't just, what? Like, that just, he got permission from John Lennon himself, basically, to continue doing what he's doing. He got permission from people who also remember the Beatles to continue doing what he's doing. He stops doing what he's doing because the girl he likes was too selfish to go be famous with him because she's a bitch. I love Lily James, but that character drove me crazy. Now, it would have been one thing if they established earlier in the film that she really loves being a teacher. She really loves, like, like, like working with children is what she's always wanted to do. Like, you're not going to change her career. Like, that's totally fine. And if they would have established that, I would have bought it. But she literally starts off the movie being his band manager. And when he makes it big, decides, I don't want to be the band manager anymore. I could not believe... I was like, okay, then this isn't a love story. This is a dumb bitch story. And I couldn't get over it. I know it sounds like I hate this movie. I promise I don't. <laughs> I thought the movie was fine. It was fun. And like you said, the main guy did a great job. But yeah. Are you ready for my number one? <laughs> yeah, fucking, I, if I had to guess, I'd probably get it right. It's Avengers Endgame. No fucking surprise. And here's the thing, I didn't think that's what it would be when really? I when I made the list. Okay. Because I, I won't lie, since I know I'm biased towards comic book movies, I always try to make sure it's not number one mm-hmm. every year. And, I, and I've been honest with myself, like, whenever you see the comic books where they're at, like, they're not my number one. But so far, this is my number one. Now, with that being said, I think I like Infinity War a little bit better. I still, I still haven't decided which one I like better. Like, this is going to be an ongoing battle for years. It will flip-flop on the day. Yes. But I liked two movies more than I liked Infinity War. But I, in my head, I like last year. But I like Endgame. No, I think those two movies are also better than Endgame. So if they would have come out this year, Bad Times at the El Royale and A Quiet Place. Okay. And if they would have came out this year, I probably still would put them above Endgame. Okay. But I still think that Endgame was a fantastic movie. Some people find it very slow in the beginning. I never found it to be slow. I thought it was always engaging just from a different perspective where Infinity War was always engaging with the action and the visuals. I thought this was engaging on an emotional level. Um, they made choices that shocked me at first, but the more I watched it and the more I would, like understood what they were going for story-wise because there's a lot going on story-wise. I completely understood why and bought it and they never bothered me. Um, there are moments in this movie that made me cry out of happiness. I cried out of sadness. I cried out of just, um, what's it called? A personal connection, just relatability with some of the characters and their problems. And just, you know, I've been waiting my whole life to see the ending of that movie just as a kid reading comic books, like seeing that just, I just bawled and you were there. Like I just started, I, I quote unquote Logan cried because that's a phrase we have because I sobbed like a bitch doing Logan. But anyway, um, 
yeah, Avengers Endgame is my favorite movie of the year just on what a, a cinematic achievement it's been for the MCU all this time. And uh, yeah, that's that's my list. Well, we did it. Yeah, go ahead and uh, go from 10 to 1 again just to re- review your list. All right, you go first. Oh, fucking okay. So for me, uh, number 10 is Cold Pursuit. Number 9 is Us. 8, Fighting With My Family. 7, Rocket Man. 6, Avengers Endgame. 5, John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. 4, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 3, The Dead Don't Die. 2, Midsummer. 1, Yesterday. My top 10 are going to be 10, Fighting With My Family. 9, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 8, Shazam. 7, Toy Story 4. 6, Spider-Man Far From Home. 5, Book Smart. 4, John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. 3, Us. 2, Rocket Man. 1, Avengers Endgame. Well, thank you for tuning in and listening, everybody. I'm Dalton Burdett. I am Ryan Warner. And we will see you next time.